0: The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. Today on The
1: Email Marketing Show, we're talking about the only three types of emails you ever
0: need in your business. Just before we do that, we put together something really cool that we would love to give you totally for free because we know that you are here listening to this because you want to make more sales from your emails, but you can't do that if people aren't clicking on the links to go and buy the thing, register for the webinar, book a sales call or whatever your call to action is going to be. And that's why we've decided to put together 12 really creative ways that you can get more clicks from every email that you send in a brand new download that we're calling Click Tricks. Uh, It's really cool. It's yours totally free as a listener to this podcast today. Day, all you have to do is head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward tricks.
1: He recently waved to some fairies as he
0: drove over a bridge. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Semple. And he was taught to make onion bargies by a taxi driver. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy.
1: I'm going to leave that bit in because we're very real, aren't we? We're very real. Yeah. That means we so, have to pay um, for an editor. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, would you and we're cheap. We're real
0: and real cheap. So um, <laughs> tell me tell us about waving to some fairies on a bridge. Well I've been smoking some really good shit now. <laughs> um I was in the um I was in the you man. You've never smoked a thing in your life. Stop trying stop pretending to be cool. No, it's true. I was in the Isle of Man apart from those little candy cigarettes as a kid. I was in the <sighs> Isle of Man Lush. and uh there's in that again the taxi from the airport to Douglas, the town I was going to. Sharing the taxi with a little old lady who was giving us a little guided tour, and we drove over a little bridge. Hang on, hang on! Bridge. You were sharing a taxi with a little old lady. There What's was only going one on? taxi, and there wasn't any others coming for a in while. In the whole of the island. Well, <laughs> there weren't any others coming for a while. The taxi driver said, oh, okay. and so this lady was going to be waiting for a while. Uh, so I could either offer her my taxi and then wait a while, or we could mm-hmm. share a taxi and she would drop her off on the way. Anyway, we drove, she was giving a little guided tour and we drove over the bridge uh, and it's a little white bridge that you wouldn't notice if somebody didn't point it out. Um, it's like a foot long or something and you drive over it and you have to, apparently the gentlemen have to doth their hat and say hello to the fairies or the fairies will die. It's got a little thing on it saying fairy bridge and later that day or the next day I went to the museum, the Isle of Man museum and Loan they've got of signs, their fairies. And st- signs and stuff about, <laughs> the, about the fairy museum around, around there. So there you go. If you go to the Isle of Man make sure you go over the fairy bridge and doth your hat to the fairies.
1: Well, strangely, that your story has to do with taxi drivers. I didn't realise that was the case. And I didn't realise there was a taxi element to this because I was taught to make onion barges by a taxi driver. So I got in the back of this taxi. I was taught this lovely, lovely taxi driver. And he was talking about well, how You're the sharing fact-
0: the He's- taxi with anyone. We need all of the facts.
1: <laughs> no, I got my own bloody taxi, right? right. Got my own taxi because I'm posh, right? So I got, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't skimping on that. Um, well, skimping on the editor so and taxi. So you were
0: taught to make onion barges by a chauffeur?
1: Yes. Yes, I was. You can ride anything,
0: however you like. Anyway,
1: go on. Yeah. So, and I was just, I was sitting chatting to him. He said, oh, I used to, until like before covid or something i had an indian, an indian restaurant and i was like oh did you that's interesting and i said ah oh. i said i don't were you the chef he said yeah yeah i used to cook i said well can you tell me like, i've tried to make onion bhajis at home before and they're just always rubbish and then he just told me these little tricks what you need to do is not do this most people do that but you don't do that and then and he taught me to make onion bhajis. now i haven't used the skill yet because i no longer have a, a fryer uh, to cook them in but
0: i have the knowledge i'm fairly sure it's not a skill till you've done it and it's worked but the minute it's but an I was idea. Taught,
1: he taught me. He taught me. He didn't, forf- he didn't make sure I could do it, but he did teach me. I, th- I think the, the trade descriptions on that was okay. Hello, we are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site like owners like you... Everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing to be the email marketing hero in your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday.
0: I want to give a little shout out to one of our league members, E.G. Oren. Uh, She posted in the group the other day and talked about the fact that she has gone with her email marketing from like a fraction of a percentage to a 44% click-through rate in just one quarter since joining and implementing the stuff that we teach, in just like three months, one quarter, three months, gone from like a fraction of percentage to a forty-four percent click-through rate. That's unbelievable,
1: phenomenal, phenomenal results. Well done, E.G. Just smashing it, just cracking on, doing
0: the stuff, and uh, just absolutely love hearing that. So great stuff. Hats one off of the to things, you. one of the things that will definitely have helped that result come about is how. Uh, Nothing we do is based on being complicated. Everything we do is based on simplifying stuff down. And I think yeah. this episode is a really good shout out to that. The fact that sometimes when you're delving into a world like anything really, email marketing, Facebook ads, webinars, mm-hmm. high ticket sales, like any of the things that the, the, that people teach and you might want to get into as part of your business model, it can feel very overwhelming and very complicated. And I think one of the things that we've always done, actually for, for our own sanity and long before we were teaching email marketing, when we were just using it ourselves, is mm-hmm. to try and boil everything down to absolute simplicity. And really this episode comes out of the fact that however complicated it might look on the outside and however many, you know, we might be able to send an email every single day and run an email campaign every month or a couple of times a month or every other month or whatever, and and it always feels different and varied and like something new is happening, Mm. but in reality everything we're doing comes down to one of three different types of campaigns, so the good news is you can put your feet up, you can start, you know, listen to the rest of this episode finish your newspaper and have a cup of tea you've got loads of time, there's only three types of campaign you could possibly want to do
1: there's only three and those of you who are league members will recognize that in the campaigns area with your 30 odd campaigns that you have to ready to copy and deploy in your business we split the campaigns into these three categories okay and the first category is what we call functional campaigns these are the things that have core functions that have to take place in your business. So first kind of functional campaign. We'll give you some examples of, of some of some of these as well. So one of them would be like a functional campaign would be something like a lead magnet delivery campaign. Somebody opts in to download your PDF, your free little mini course, your your whatever it's gonna be, your free lead magnet. You need a campaign that delivers that that delivers that, that lead magnet. But it needs to be done in a way that has purpose, right? When you've got a lead magnet delivery campaign, you need to not, you can't just be showing up going, here's the thing, you need to remind them, you need to remind your subscriber why they were so excited at the point of seeing that lead magnet that they wanted to go and put their name and email address in, take the time to do that, delete it when they spelled it wrong and press go. Why are they so excited? Why it's so valuable and how it's going to help them. And also start opening the door as to how that's the beginning of their journey to solving the bigger problem they might have that you solve with your programs, courses, memberships and such things. Right. So look at your lead delivery sequence as your ability
0: to begin the relationship with people. That's what it's got to do. The next thing you can do is to use functional campaigns to do things like get testimonials off people. You want to make sure that you've got the ability to actually automate the process and systemize the process of reaching out and getting feedback, getting testimonials that you can use to further sell your program or your product to other people. And this is so important because... Uh, ordinarily, most of us in everyday life are rubbish at getting testimonials for two reasons. Number one, sometimes it can feel a little bit eggy to ask for a testimonial, and secondly, just how do you like how do you systemize that when you've got customers buying your stuff all the time? Like, how do you systemize the process every day of like going, well, they bought it seven days ago, and uh, oh, I've probably oh that was oh that wasn't bought six months ago. That's too late now. Like, how do you systemize that? And so, by having this sort of very functional process in place that reaches out to get these testimonials, um, that makes all of that very efficient. Yeah, the next
1: one is, I want to roll sort of two into one really, which is one of them is you want to make sure you've got systems that you get paid on time. If you're doing things where you invoice people or you send them a bill and it's not like an automated thing where they're buying before they access it, make sure you've got a really good bunch of functional emails that are about getting you paid on time and make sure they're not just... Hey, your invoice is overdue. Hey, it's going to be due tomorrow. Oh, oh, uh, so you're not on the back foot. You want to make sure that they are. They're still valuable emails. Are still interesting emails. And of course, when people don't pay on time, you want to have some good emails about capturing. Uh, about capturing payment failures. Right, you want to make sure that people who have, if you've got a membership or a recurring thing, or they or they try to buy a thing, how are you winning? How are you bringing them back to actually say, "Hey, um, your, your bill's outstanding. Let's get that caught up." That's another functional that's another functional type of campaign. I mean, we could go into lots of them, but there's some that you might have off the top of your head that you want to classify as your functional campaigns. You're going to have a bunch of those in your business, and they're going to be slightly different for every type of business, and that's why we have a whole bunch of them uh, available to you. So functional campaigns are the first bunch. The second style of campaign, there's three different types, remember, the second style of campaign are what we call
0: direct sales campaigns. As the name might suggest, this is really where you're going to send an email and somebody's going to click on a link in the email and follow that action, and it's going to take them directly to a sales page. Um, they know from probably from the email at some point that they're going to be going to go and look at an offer. They might not in the early stages of the campaign, but ultimately uh, it's it's very much, we've got a thing, you should buy it. And the, the only action they can really take is click on a link, go to a sales page and buy it or hit reply, tell you they're interested. You can reply with the actions and then they can buy it, that kind of thing. They know that you're making an offer. This is for your highest interest people who just want to buy. Because there are different, in every market, there are different uh, categories of of subscriber. There are the people who are really just looking to get results they want the shortcut they just want to buy the thing kennedy and i fall into those categories most of the time if we know we want the thing and we know that we want to learn how to do something we're just the people who will just buy it you don't need to do a great deal of marketing and sales if the thing is very apparently obvious what it does that kind of thing and the key really is to make sure you don't do anything that gets in their way okay um there's a lot of there's a lot of marketing logic and a lot of marketing uh, literature that talks back about this idea of getting somebody to join your list today and then you want to like nurture them for ages without selling anything and get lots of reciprocity and this the nonsense that you know we don't subscribe to uh no offense if you do subscribe to it but it's it's that exactly um you can see those people with their angry pitchforks, can't you? No more value. Stop giving us all of this content. There you go. Um, what you want to do is you want to sell, but in a really valuable way. So you want to do direct sales campaigns that are also valuable, which is what we're all about. And then what that means is you can reach out directly to the people who are ready to buy right now, uh, and get them over the line.
1: Yeah, and the thing is with with a direct sales campaign, it does rely on making sure your offer is tightly dialed in. Like a direct sales campaign is never gonna convert unless your offer is really strong. So if you use a direct sales campaign, it's a great way of testing your offer because without a really good winning offer, you don't have uh, an ability to make sales. So if you want to test your offer, use a direct sales campaign. So things like that, things like our direct sales campaigns are like flash sale campaigns. Um something when you do like a new a new offer launch. If you've got a new thing that you're putting together and you're launching it. We have them in, in the league court. We've got different we've got lots of different ones, but we've got one called an overture, we've got a Columbo, we've got the one called an escalator. They all offer the thing directly, a direct sales campaign. They are very aware that when they get that email, they're being sent to an offer page where they can pay for something but they all frame it in a very different way. So a sales campaign is not a sales campaign is not a sales campaign. You can still have variety within them and that's one of the big downfalls that a lot of people have. In fact, the reason we even considered starting the league, honestly, is because most people just show up with the same direct sales campaign every single time they don't try and wrap it in a different way so their audience switch off their audience get bored and become blind to that and they go oh here we go again so they don't engage even if you have changed some of the nuances so you want to have some kind of direct new offer and the other thing you can do as a direct sales campaign that works really really well it's sort of a hybrid it's sort of a crossover between a functional campaign and a direct sales campaign is a campaign to win back past customers or win back past members if you've got a membership bringing people back into your membership Again, those campaigns work really, really well as direct sales campaigns. The third type of and the only other type of email you need to send in your business is what we call a content-led
0: campaign. Now, this is something where you are going to sell, you are going to make an offer, you are going to drive to something, but it's going to be cloaked in some way behind a piece of content. So maybe you're gonna send your subscribers a video and only if they click to watch that video or get to a certain point in that video, um, will they be be able to see the offer. So for example, we've got one called a golden cloak, where actually you're going to send them to go and watch a free video where you're gonna teach them something. When they get there, they watch that video and you do teach them that thing, you do fulfill that promise. Then it transitions into a Sale, And if they get to a certain point in that video, you'll then trigger a different email campaign. If they don't watch that video, you'll send them a different email campaign, a different email sequence. And if they click on those links, then they go to a third one. So it's a, it's a, it sounds very complicated. It's actually very streamlined, but it's the golden cloak is that really cool way of having a video that is all content and then turns into something. A daisy chain on the other hand is a video that somebody goes to watch, they learn something in a very short space of time, like a couple of minutes, but off the back of what they've learned and off the back of what they clicked to watch, you're now gonna take them and put them into other sequences. And of course, now the technology exists to know that somebody's watched three minutes and 42 seconds of the video where you teach them this critical thing and now therefore we want to put them into this different email sequence members of our uh, members of the league if you use our um, our video hero technology that's included in the league you can actually do that so you have a video on your page and if somebody gets to three minutes and 42 seconds in you want to trigger a different sequence because you know at three minutes 42 they now understand what they need to understand they learn enough believe they now believe what they need to believe in order for the next sequence to have a good chance of making the sale things like that we use our phantom campaign which uses a survey so we send people to a survey first and off the back of the survey we do different things Uh, a webinar of course is a classic one we have our webinar campaign uh, in the league where we send people to uh, go and register for a webinar What what they're ostensibly being sent to now sure in the bigger picture of things, a lot of people now knows the, know that when they go and register for a webinar, there's going to be a, a pitch at the end, of course. Um, but generally speaking, what your email is all about is marketing the webinar. The call to action is go and get on this webinar. The urgency is about this webinar. The benefits are about the benefits of what they'll learn on the webinar, not the product. And then on the webinar itself, that's where you do the job of selling the product. So again, the offer itself is cloaked behind a piece of content. Your emails have lots of different potential jobs across these three different types of campaign, right?
1: Yeah, they've got lots of different jobs, and the whole the whole point of this
0: is that you've you've only got the three to focus on. What do you mean by they've only got three potential jobs? What do you mean? Well, they've basically only got to get somebody to go and. Um look at an offer right so your emails are about going oh. to get them to buy an offer or you've got to get them to go and look at a piece of content and all the emails are focused on the content and at different stages of that process is depending on what you people th- I think think of emails as just being a thing that I just need to send an email and I need to get them to go and buy a thing but actually there are like different stages right. of this and, and every single type of these emails
1: has one thing in common that is they're all asking for a click Every single one of them is asking people to take an action. And sometimes if it's functional, it may be that it's to do something that's free. Or if it's direct sales, it's directly to a sales thing. Or if it's a content-led, it's to go and consume that bit of content. I'll be engaged in that piece of content survey or, or, or masterclass or web class or whatever it's going to be. So each of them does have those things. So those three things, those three different types of email are functional emails, direct sales emails, and content-led emails. You need to have all three of those things in order to keep your audience involved and engaged and also to make the maximum sales. Obviously, all of you who are members of the league will know that our campaigns, all of those campaigns plus like 30 more um, are all categorized by those those three different categories so you can build out your own email automation engine which runs day and night, filling up your email inbox with those payment notifications, whether you're out on a walk or whatever whatever you happen to be doing, which is really powerful. If you're not already a member of the league, you want to see what all the fuss is about and you want to check out these campaigns that you can literally copy and deploy in your business, in your voice, just go to theleaguemembership.com theleaguemembership.com, and that'll give you all the information right there. But that's three types of emails you need in your business, functional, direct sales, and content-led ones. And now it's time for this week's Subject Subject Line of of the Week, week. Subject Line of of the Week.
0: week. What have you got for us? This one is the word skip, all in uppercase, and then module 01, so module one, all in lowercase, with a full stop on the end. Uh, And basically this is about, um, the story was just about the fact that Um, If there's ever a course that teaches about uh, customer avatars, uh, Kennedy and I will skip that module uh, because we think it's mostly nonsense, uh, as we talked about in a previous episode. Um, And so that's what the email was about. It was actually about that podcast episode. It was driving people to go and listen to that podcast episode. But rather than put new podcast episode about customer avatars, which sounds boring and dull, whether you like customer avatars or not, nobody's opening and clicking on that this that was about the story of the fact we always skip module 1 uh, and it's interesting because people don't know whether we're telling them to skip module 1 of our course or like they don't know what the... it sounds oh it sounds counterintuitive to everything why would i skip module 1 why would you skip the first chapter of a book why would you do anything like that so it's <laughs> the
1: anti consumption email isn't it really like yeah. don't don't bother with that yeah exactly that's this week's subject, subject line of the, the week. week subject line of the have week have you gone to your podcast player yet and left us a review and hit subscribe on Apple Apple Podcasts or iTunes, if it was 1066 still, uh, or, uh, or Spotify or anything like that. If you haven't, we would love to read your review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, because it massively helps us to know who's listening, what you're enjoying about it. We might even read it out on the show. So go to Apple Podcasts right now. Leave us a review. Tell us what you enjoy about the show and we'll read it out. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast player. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We're going to see you then.